You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of the lands we record this podcast on, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation, as well as the Wanarua and the Gamilaroi people. We pay our respects to their elders, past and present, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures. Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move, and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. From Mamma Mia, hi, I'm Siobhan Moran-McFarlane and welcome to The Quickie, getting you up to speed daily. Here are the evening news headlines for Monday, July 4. As torrential rain continues to lash much of New South Wales, a dramatic rescue operation had to be launched today after 21 people became trapped on a cargo ship adrift at sea. Deputy Police Commissioner Peter Thurtle told the ABC the carrier lost power and began drifting towards the cliffs at the Royal National Park south of Sydney not long after it left Wollongong at about 7.30am this morning. A plan to airlift the crew off the vessel had to be abandoned as strong winds and heavy downpours made it too dangerous. Instead, a number of tugboats were dispatched to rescue the crew. Severe weather warnings and evacuation orders remain current across the state, with SES crews carrying out countless emergency rescues. New South Wales Premier Dominic Perrottet says it's time to ditch the notion of a one-in-100-year flood, as some regions are experiencing their fourth flood event in just 18 months. Prime Minister Anthony Albanese is on his way back to Australia following a packed European visit that included his first NATO summit, a trip to Paris to mend Australia's relationship with France and a covert trip to Ukraine. Mr Albanese travelled to meet with Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky, accompanied by three members of the media and at least a dozen armed Australian Special Forces soldiers. Ukrainian Special Forces in full battle armour also shadowed the Prime Minister's every move, starting in Bucha, where he paid his respects at a mass grave where 416 civilians were executed by Russian soldiers. The PM also visited the devastated town of Irpin and the capital Kyiv, where he pledged an aid package worth $100 million, including drones and 34 armoured vehicles. Albo also announced sanctions and travel bans on a further 16 Russian ministers and oligarchs and an end to imports of Russian gold. A Victorian inquiry tasked with creating an honest public record of Indigenous experiences since colonisation has asked for a two-year extension as it is now looking into modern injustices perpetrated against Indigenous people. Marking NADOC week, the Uruk Justice Commission's interim report was tabled in Victoria's Parliament on Monday after it met with 174 local elders across the state and another seven in Melbourne-based public hearings in recent months. 
Chair Eleanor Burke says establishing Australia's first truth-telling commission is highly complex, and Uruk's mandate spans more than 200 years of historic and ongoing injustices. She also called for additional resources along with the extension, which would see a final report delivered in mid-2026. At least three people have died and several others left seriously injured following a mass shooting at a shopping centre in the Danish capital of Copenhagen. Armed officers were sent to Fields Mall late on Sunday afternoon following reports of a shooting, with local media footage showing groups of terrified shoppers running from the mall. At the same time, just a few hundred metres away in the nearby Royal Arena, tens of thousands of people were about to enjoy a Harry Styles concert, but had to evacuate at the last minute. Styles took to Twitter to say that he was devastated for the victims and their families. The Danish Royal Palace also cancelled a reception with Crown Prince Frederick connected to the Tour de France, which has seen thousands of cycling fans travel to Denmark in recent weeks. Local police have arrested a 22-year-old Danish man who was allegedly armed with a rifle and ammunition and charged him with manslaughter. But it's not yet known what the motive was for the attack. A man who described himself as an extreme body modification artist has been sentenced to 10 years in jail following the death of one of his clients on the New South Wales Central Coast. Brendan Lee Russell was found guilty in the New South Wales District Court of Manslaughter following the death of one of his clients who got septicemia after he inserted a snowflake-shaped silicon implant into her right hand which became seriously infected. Judge Helen Symes says Mr Russell lacked the skills to perform sometimes illegal procedures in unhygienic circumstances and without the necessary anaesthetic. He was also found guilty of intentionally causing grievous bodily harm by performing a quasi-medical tummy tuck and female genital mutilation after he branded a woman's genitals. That's your evening news headlines. If you want more from the Quickie, check out today's deep dive, looking at what's next in the Supreme Court's targets in the United States and whether the conservative majority could take America back into the dark ages. Mamma Mia subscribers, you've been asking and we've been listening. Now you can get all of your exclusive subscriber audio on Apple Podcasts. That includes everything from bonus episodes of your favourite pods to exclusive segments to all of our audio series. To link your Mamma Mia subscription to Apple Podcasts, open the Mamma Mia Out Loud page in your Apple Podcasts app and follow the prompts or head to help.mamamia.com.au.